and Nick. Welcome to that superhero thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick, and joining me, as always, I've used this before, but he is stage of podcast. What was it going? Stage of what? I'm doing Star that again. Star of stage <laughs> and podcast. Wasn't stage it? of screen and podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I caught that one up, didn't I? Uh, yeah. Well, we're not live, but I'm not editing out anyway. It's Anthony. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too bad, mate. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good. We've had, we've had a good week because we had Spotify wrapped. And not just us, everybody had the Spotify wrapped yeah. event this week. And normally we do like the thank yous in the uh, at the end of the show, don't we? Yeah. But we, we, should we just do the thank yous now? I think so. Up front. We, yeah, let's do them. So if anyone doesn't know, Spotify wrapped is kind of like an end, year, end of year wrap up that Spotify do. So if you listen to music and podcasts, what are you laughing at? <laughs> well explained. Spotify wrapped <laughs> is how you wrap up your year on Spotify. Well, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> It's not my fault if they've named it perfectly. It's in the title. It's not my fault if they've named it absolutely perfectly, is it? Uh, so they they basically show you, as a listener, what you've been listening to all year. So favourite songs, most listened to songs, most listened to podcasts. But also we get a bit of an insight as well because we're podcasters now. So we get like a special podcasters version. Um, we were blown away though by the amount of people who had posted on Twitter yeah. and other social media that we were in there some number one listen to podcast and quite a lot of people in their top five as well yeah so thank you very much to everybody who's listened yeah this is still our first year podcasting we haven't even done 12 months yet no. but uh yeah it's gone it's gone it's been bigger and not when you like think about it but it's been bigger than we thought when you think about it our first episode was in february so in fact we've only had 10 months to still get into people's top fives and even to to the number one spot i didn't even think of that and that's really humbling like honestly absolutely chuffed a bit it's amazing yeah yeah everyone on twitter who sort of let us know so robin nathan uh peacemaker we needed roads rachel miller and paul sears thank you for listening and obviously thank you for letting us know on Twitter as well. We actually found out that according to Spotify Wrapped, we are 32 people's number one listen to podcast. That's just insane. And that's just on Spotify. Yeah. So Spotify only makes up about 20% of our listeners. So yeah, absolutely gobsmacked. But yeah, thank you very much. Totally blown away. We'll we'll stop bigging ourselves up now. (laughs) (laughs) We don't get to do it very often. It's more shock than anything else, isn't it? (laughs) It's more like, have they cogged up the figures or something like that? But yeah, we are, honestly, we are are so grateful. So uh, thank you very much. Should we get on with it on this week's show then? No. No? Oh yeah, Anthony's because got a, Anthony's got a story. We'll give her stuff in a minute, but Anthony's got a story. Because we all know I'm a tit, right? <laughs> this is how we're going to start this. I feel like I should argue against that. <laughs> so, um, people in the UK may or may not know, and people in the US probably will have no idea because it'll be nothing compared to the weather that they get, but we had quite a big storm, um, storm last weekend, didn't we? We did. Um, I actually ended up stuck in... A rural area. Okay. <laughs> I was stuck just outside of Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah. I'd gone on the Friday night to see a friend, um, stayed over, and then on the Saturday, you know, we'd had we'd gone up to a red warning on the Wirral. We did. Um, we'd had reports of more than 80 trees falling yeah, in the yeah, borough bad. and things like that. So <laughs> it was, you know, again, nothing to probably help the weather you get in the US. No. But it's probably the worst that I've seen in my lifetime for, bad, yeah, for damage. Yeah, we've had, yeah. Um, so I decided not to drive home, but I only obviously had a certain amount of clothes. So I went to Tesco okay. to buy some underwear. Okay, <laughs> right? good. 
You didn't and just go back to front. And no, no, I didn't go back to front. <laughs> um, and I went, <laughs> I went into Tesco, bought it at the self-service, yeah. didn't grab the receipt because I was just like, it's just the one thing and I'm, I'm heading out. Okay. And as I walked out, all the alarms started oh, going amazing. off because the tag was still oh, on there. Amazing. Right? So and I you got couldn't to, even prove that you What's worse, it. I thought <laughs> I'm going to be cheap and not buy a bag, so I stuffed it in my hoodie. <laughs> So I almost got rugby tackled by two security guards. Right. For Nick and Boxy. And then when I pulled it out my thing, they were then waving around me underwear <laughs> in the middle of Tesco. And I was like, guys, I promise you I paid for it. <laughs> I've got no, no evidence, receipt. but I promise you I did. I ended up having to go onto my banking app to show them really? that I just spent £11 in the shop. Yeah, yeah. It was oh so God. embarrassing. That's I was an expensive absolute, pair of undies. It was, it was a pack of three. Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was dead embarrassing. So that was that was my first one. And then uh, obviously we know that my show's open this week. We've got that I'm story. Doing. Go on, yeah. And um, last night, I part of the set is a big Wendy house because we're playing six year olds doing an nativity. Yeah. yeah. And um, the very first scene that I do, I've got to start sulking and kind of like charge off and go and hide out in the Wendy house. Okay. Some shitbag had locked it. <laughs> so I went storming like a rhino on stage into this door and went head first because it didn't open. And then I had to awkwardly shuffle round the back. Live on stage. Live on stage in front of a full room of audience. Oh, I wish I could. It was absolutely <laughs> horrendous. I can laugh about it now, but at the time I was fuming. That's a good job you can because you've literally just let towels hold. I know. Not not millions, but hundreds of people. <laughs> enough. Hundreds, yeah. Enough people for it to be embarrassing. Well, so, thanks, Randy. Have you got any stupidly expe- uh, embarrassing stories this week? But I think you've uh, you've done enough for both of us, to be fair. Cheers, Ron. Shall we? Uh, can we do the show now? <laughs> Is that okay? Help yourself, yes. Sounds Go brilliant. So on this week's show, we're going to break down all the latest comic book movie news, including uh, Spider-Man No Way Home news. There's always Spider-Man No Way Home news. There's less than two weeks. Yeah. Less than two weeks. Oh, Amazing. I'm excited. We've got... Some new teasers for The Matrix Resurrections. They are the teaseriest teasers I've ever seen. And we'll, we'll <laughs> the explain teaseriest why. teasers. I'm really excited about even talking about the teasers. Particularly oh, yeah. Because you, yeah, and I think the fact that you've not seen The Matrix is going to make it even better because I get to explain it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then we'll be covering the brand new full trailer for Peacemaker, which yes. Anthony has just watched, which is hilarious. We're then going to be giving you our full review of Hawkeye episode three before discussing your thoughts and theories on this week's Pod Fans Assemble. This is also your spoiler warning. There will be spoilers and speculation throughout the episode. If you want to skip ahead to the Hawkeye review or to Pod Fans Assemble, then we will put timestamps in the description as always. So, should we just crack on with Spider Man news then? Let's do Tickets it. Tickets went on sale this week. Yeah. We've and got ours. We've got ours, yeah. Just. Yeah. Only just. They went on sale on Spider Monday, which was my birthday. Yes, Thank happy you. birthday Thank for Monday, mate. It was also a uh, friend of the show and patron Richard Nebbins' birthday on Monday as well, which we oh, found out on Monday. you share the same birthday. That's good, isn't it? And yeah. then I thought, do you know what? Other Marvel people, it was Gemma Chan's birthday on Spider oh, was Monday. was it? It was Don Cheadle's birthday on Spider Monday, and it would have been Chadwick Boseman's birthday on Spider oh, Monday. Oh, no way. I share, I share a birthday with some boss people. You do, don't you? Yeah, I'm the one letting the side down, but I share a birthday with some <laughs> boss people. <laughs> uh, anyway, tickets were an absolute pain in the arse to get hold of. Uh, in the UK, I've never found it that difficult to get really? tickets. We got them, like, but yeah. we didn't really get our pick of what seats we wanted. Or we the were, times, really, did all we? All the times. No, no, so... 
I mean, we we got them like, but apparently in the US, they are even more difficult to get hold of, and people are selling them on eBay for thousands. I've seen so many sets of like four tickets for twenty five thousand dollars. I was gonna say they're just doing what they did with the PS Five and stuff like that, aren't they? They're just. Yeah. Yeah. But surely no one's going to pay $25,000 for a pair of Spider-Man No Way Home tickets for a I just waited another 24 hours, Come to be honest. On. I know. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? No. Surely not. Uh, so a bit more Spider-Man news then. Uh, Sony's Amy Pascal, who's the producer of the new Spider-Man movies, um, she did an interview with Fandango, and she's kind of potentially <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. She's basically said that it's the not it's not the last movie or the last Spider-Man movie that they're going to make with Marvel or Tom Holland. She said, it's the end of this trilogy, and now we're going to go into the next three. Yeah. And she's now tried to backtrack, <laughs> and Tom Holland's even tried to backtrack it a little bit. It comes to something when Tom Holland's trying to cover your ass for spoilers. I know, yeah. <laughs> you know you've done wrong know, when yeah. Tom Holland is the one trying to save your bacon. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Tom Holland has been talking about um, maybe it's time for Miles Morales to take over and stuff, but I don't know whether that's off the back of Gemma Chan. Off Gemma Chan? Not Gemma. Amy Pascal. I'm getting my names mixed up Just already. a bit. Jesus Christ. Just a bit. Is Sorry. that because I mentioned Gemma Chan before? Yeah. Yeah. No, he has mentioned it. He's mentioned Miles Morales. He's also said somewhere, as if it, I mean, it's like the worst kept secret now, that there's going to be three generations of Spider-Man in the new movie. He's yeah. actually said that. So we know it's going to happen. Yeah. Can you imagine if we get in there on the 15th of December and there's no Toby and no Andrew? Did you hear about Graham Norton? I know he was on Graham Norton yesterday. They put the poster on. But yeah. they did one of the unofficial ones with all three of them on. Did they? <laughs> yeah. did Tom and they were like trying to get it out to Tom. And he was like, it's a fake man. How is he? Fair yeah. play. So there's been a bit of a thing about all of that. It's quite funny. No, I, it's got to be. I heard that, I think it was on TikTok I saw somebody somebody put it on. And I think he'd said, because there's a lot of people on TikTok and I've... I've downloaded TikTok again, sorry. Uh, but people are like <laughs> even more obsessed with it than us and like picking apart the trailer yeah. in great detail. There's one theory doing the rounds that the end is going to be um, a bit like Iron Man 3. So that moment in the trailer when Doctor Strange says, I can't I can't hold them back, they're coming yeah. through. The theory is that that's not referring to Toby and Andrew. That's referring to tons more villains and tons more Spider-Men. Right, so okay. we could end up with like a whole like full Spider Verse coming through, like Miles Morales. Probably loads of people who won't get a single line. Yeah, There's yeah. Loads of variants of Spider Man. Yeah, and potentially loads of variants of bad guys as well. Yeah. Can you imagine like a full on like Avengers Endgame moment with tons of villains? Yeah, like yeah. The Sinister Six Hundred against like three hundred different Spider Man. Yeah, so good. Um, another one as well. Somebody slowed down the trailer to zero point two five speed. Yeah, and. On one of the shots at the end, I think it's when MJ starts falling. Yeah. And um, Tom Holland Spider-Man basically swings down. Yeah. Halfway through when he swings down, his golden black costume sort of disappears and it's Andrew Garfield's costume. Because there was a theory that they just basically covered up the costumes to make it look like it was all Tom Holland. Yeah. But you can literally see it. As he swings down and starts going out of shot, it just turns into Andrew Garfield's costume. So they've oh, obviously not shit. covered it for the whole for all the frames. So there's got, also talks. Be. There's also talks. I don't know whether we've mentioned this yet. What? That Ned is the one pushing her off. But he fought, doesn't it? Doesn't he stand there? Isn't I don't know. There's there's like these theories going around now that with Ned being with her, but it it looks more like a push than it does a him stumbling. What like Ned? Well, maybe it's not either. That would mean either Ned's gone evil, or maybe it's a variant of Ned. But there was talks about twelve months ago of potentially Ned becoming. 
Well, he does in the comics. He becomes Goblin. not Green Goblin, Hobgoblin yeah, Hob in the Goblin. comics. But yeah, oh, I can't wait. So for I this. don't know. It's going to be such a big, such a. Big I, I, I want something to hit us from the side that we just were not expecting oh, at all. I know. I know. Like if I'd it literally love something is just like the that. Sinister Six or Sinister Five potentially at this yeah. point, and just the three Spidey, Spideys, as good as that will be, I think I'll be a little bit disappointed that we've yeah. seen everything coming. Yeah, I want yeah. like full on surprises. Yeah. In this. It's not long. What are we on now? Like It's 11 what, days. 11 days away. For us, anyway. 50, for us, 50, yeah. What is it? 13 days for the you yeah, guys yeah. in the US. Yeah. Well, we will, we'll be releasing our episode on the Friday. We just can't make that promise for the rest of the UK. No. <laughs> no. It's going to get spoiled. Well, Especially after Venom. Screenings have started this week. Have they? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no, yeah. I'll be devastated. If I, I need to be off spoiled. social media for I a week then. off the internet, yeah. Well, we won't spoil anything on the podcast. No, no, we or won't. Or on our Twitter or anything like that. We've potentially just spoiled loads, but yeah. It's just <laughs> speculation. It's, it's, again, it's all speculation, speculation at this point, isn't it? Speculation at this point, isn't it? We don't it? know anything. Uh, a bit more news then. So, going off Marvel, Book of Boba Fett. That's the next Disney Plus series after Hawkeye. Not huge news, but Disney have released some character posters. Yeah. They've, they're obviously sticking to the same formula that they've done now with the... Uh, Mandalorian. Well, no, well, I don't think... Did we get character posters for The Mandalorian? I thought we did. I can't remember I might that. be wrong. Well, we get... With every Disney Plus show now that's Marvel, we get character posters, don't yeah, we? We yeah. get, like, two before it launches, and then we get another one or two every week. So we've got um, a Boba Fett one. Yeah. And then a Fennec Sand poster as well. So I would guess that we're going to get new posters every single week after that. Doesn't really give much away. I just thought I'd mention it, because... It, it's a reminder that it's coming. At yeah, the end of the I'm day, actually really it? excited about it. To be fair, I if it's, if Mandalorian is anything to go by, it's yeah, going to be really good. It's got to be good. I mean, it's basically like I think Mandalore. I don't think people were upset that the Mandalorian wasn't about Boba, Boba Fett, but it's like, do, do you know what, do you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say? It's like he it was like a recreation of Boba Fett to yeah, a degree, yeah. wasn't he? But yeah. they wouldn't. They didn't. They didn't want to use Boba Fett. Yeah, it's basically now the Mandalorian with full on Boba Fett. It's always going to be. Yeah, um, 29th of December. It's out. So literally a week after. The, the last episode of Hawkeye so it's going to be, we will be doing it every week like yeah. we are with Hawkeye it's going to be the first time we've done non-Marvel yeah non-Marvel for, for a TV series anyway so yeah it's going to be uh, going to be interesting I'm going to have to brush up on my Star Wars knowledge because I don't know anything. oh my god me too <laughs> I'm just going to be like who's that who's that who's that <laughs> we're going to have to rely on the listeners to let us know who everybody is um, back to Marvel then so uh, there was a crew gift, or a, apparently a crew gift for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Got it. Okay, yeah. First time. Well done. Uh, and it was. Have you seen it? Did you see it on the video I sent you? No. It's a. It's, it looks like a t-shirt, and it's Ant Man's helmet with like a big crack in it, and you can see the reflection the of Kang. Kang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So no, sorry. First, yeah, I did so see apparently it. it's our first look at Kang. It's not been verified that it's actually real, um, but yeah. It's as if we knew he was obviously going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still thinking your theory's right. Do you? Your Kang theory. Go on, anybody who hasn't listened, Anthony, what's your, what's your okay, Kang Okay, so theory? My, my theory with Kang is that we are going to get a version of Kang in Ant-Man. But we, we kind of said it's weird that the first announcement would be Ant-Man, which has been... Is, Doesn't feel like a big enough movie to have yeah. such a big villain. Ant-Man hasn't been kind of that type of movie yet, yeah. has it? Even Loki, so, which is massive in my opinion, yeah. didn't introduce us to the the yeah Kang. yeah exactly. It introduced us to the concept of Kang, didn't it? Yeah. Really. So I've got I've got a really strong feeling that we're gonna obviously see Kang, and it's gonna be the big bad that he fights all the way through. Yeah. But I think just at the end, I think it's gonna be a close point. The way they tend to do the the hero is really close to losing, and then I think the actual 
Kang the Conqueror, the big bad, is going to come and destroy the other Kang the same way that he's talked about that they did last time in the in the yeah. in their kind of circle of of time. So um, so yeah, I think I think Kang's going to get defeated by another Kang at the very end, uh, and that's going to leave it on that cliffhanger. I think you're pro. I genuinely think you're onto something with that. Yeah, I genuinely think that's good. I hope it is because I feel like I hope it is because I it's think it's kind of a waste amazing. of Kang. No, I mean Ant Man's great. Ant-Man yeah, and Wasp. They're not the biggest films. They're not. My but even if films. you think this Kang is quite strong that fights him, to then suddenly just be absolutely crushed by another Kang. Yeah, yeah. You just think, holy shit, how strong is he? And yeah. it's going to be that kind of. And because I think Ant- it'll Man just, and the Wasp can't defeat yeah. this Kang. And so I think that'll just bigger. be the end of that film. And yeah. then we'll have to wait to find out what happens next. Oh, can't wait. It'll be so good. Cannot wait. Disney, I'm available if you want to yeah. pick me up for any rating. Yeah. And me as well. Help. I'll tag along. Um, <laughs> Matrix, then. We mentioned the Matrix. So... I'm guessing Anthony hasn't seen the teasers. They don't give they don't give a lot they don't give a lot away. I actually have seen some bits. I just don't know what I'm watching. You saw the bits that I put on the trailer. Yeah, this yeah. Next episode, didn't you? Yeah. So there's been two, and they're very very similar. But yeah. I don't. I say they're similar. They they sort of follow the same pattern, but they've not really got any of the same footage in either of them. To be honest, they're like, okay. completely different. But. You've not seen the first Matrix, have you? No. The first, or what, well, one, two, yeah, or three. Yeah, I have. Have you? Okay. It was when it first came out, and I sat there thinking, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And yeah. I, I just never tried to go back to it. Well, you're going to have to. You're gonna have to. No, it's on the 22nd of December. So we're going to have Hawkeye finale and the Matrix in one episode. Okay. After, I'll get what, to work. The day before, oh, 23rd of December it'll be. Oh, yeah. yeah. So right before Christmas. Yeah, we'll do it. We can fig- We'll figure it out. Squeeze it into one episode, it'd be good. So, anyway, the big focus of both the teasers is the is basically the whole concept of the, uh, the whole concept concept of deja vu. Yeah. So, in the first Matrix, a cat walks past Neo, and then the same cat walks past two seconds later, and he yeah. says, "Oh, deja vu." Do you remember this bit? And then it's a, and they're saying it's a glitch in the Matrix. It's, a, it's basically it means they've changed something. And right. both the teasers really heavily focus on it. You can constantly hear like Trinity in the background going, it means you've changed something, it means you've changed something, deja vu, deja vu. Yeah. So it really focuses on that. Yeah. And then the other thing is, all the marketing and the premise of the the synopsises that we've seen so far are all pushing the fact that this is a follow-on to the first Matrix film. Right. So you've heard that. Have you heard that rumor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's basically going to jump past two and three. Yeah. But in these trailers... Like on, on one of them on this teaser, it's kind of got shots from the original Matrixes and then sort of echoes it in this new one. So there's a there's a scene in the trailer of the the first one, like the first trailer that came out of like Jonathan Groff, isn't it? He's in it, yeah, with his mouth all melted together, yeah. And then it shows you a shot of Neo with his mouth melted together in the first Matrix movie. Right, and there's okay. loads of shot like that, like mirroring it. But lots of the shots in these new teasers are from two and three. Um, but then we've been told in the thing in the synopsis that it's a follow, a direct follow on from the first movie. <clears throat> but also, there's bits unless in they it, work out. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about with Matrix. Unless they're talking about a split path or something like I that. I don't know. I feel <clears> like because the other thing is they've there's shots in this trailer or one one or two shots in this trailer where Keanu Reeves' character Neo is watching himself on telly. Doing yeah. like there's, I think one of them is a clip from one of the original Matrix movies, and then one of a clip from the basically from the trailer. Yeah, but it was heavily rumored when this movie first got announced and it started filming that it was going to be very meta, and that the Matrix movies would exist in this movie. Oh, okay. So it was going like really, like really weird and deep down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So 
now that we're seeing these teasers and it seems to be it's really confusing don't get me wrong but i'm so intrigued i'm really yeah. really excited to, to to go back and does that mean i need to watch the second and third one then as have well to watch all three of them oh shit the best and okay. number two and three are garbage they're that's, just not that's very so good. Had. they're not very good <laughs> all from me <laughs> i'm constantly telling you this shit yeah they're not good but do you know what this might make them good yeah maybe it could make it could bit sort of explain the fact that they're a bit crap yeah i'm wondering whether maybe they're going to go down the route that that in the first one when they sort of half beat the the matrix or the machines that were running it and then they basically won the war at the end of in two and three i'm wondering whether the whole story that happened in two and three was like a dream within the matrix so that neo's character or the rest and the rest of the characters thought they'd won the war yeah and could it be the 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 matrix learning how neo would like respond and fight to those things yeah potentially yeah a bit like resident evil you know, like how they kept reproducing Mila Jovovich to see how yes. she would deal with everything yeah, yeah, yeah. to understand like her process because they know that Neo's obviously stronger. So it's like they've put him in a program that could maybe he's maybe Neo's not even human. Maybe, maybe. Neo's a a creation of the Matrix. Maybe and the real world that we see is yeah. actually like Inception style. Like that's yeah, yeah. the Matrix. Yeah. But it's made to look like the real world. I'm getting really excited about this. Now. Can't wait. Cannot <laughs> wait for this. Cannot wait for this. We'll start talking about it anyway because okay. it's not really superhero-ish, but it is because he can fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can fly and he's telekinetic. It's superheroes. Okay. Uh, bit of more Marvel then. Doctor Strange 2. Only a little bit of news. There was uh, images of a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness Lego set. Come out yes. Have you seen this? People are fuming because they said it's spoiled. Yeah, yeah. The movie. So um, we're going to spoil it. So, <laughs> but can we just say, right, the Lego sets aren't always, aren't very often canon. No. What's in the sets doesn't always happen. Yeah. I mean, and I always go back to the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. There's a Lego set with the Mandarin and like a mech fighting Iron Man. And it was, it's, whatchamacallit, it's Ben Kingsley's Mandarin yeah, yeah. fighting Iron Man. So it's just because it's in a Lego set doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's um, got Doctor Strange. It's got America Chavez, who we still haven't really seen anything other than I think crew gift and Lego yeah, anything. yeah. Uh, and then it's got the big monster with one eye with all the tentacles but it's called it's the Gar- chi- Gargantos is it, yeah is it like the Lego child set? of oh is that what it is I it's believe, the child of Shumagarath I, I believe so but I'm not 100% oh, okay. sure okay make more sense yeah I'm still not convinced it's real though I know I don't I think know Lego just likes it. I don't think Marvel know what they're doing and I can't yeah. believe Marvel would leak a huge plot point like this in it's, a Lego set. <clears throat> nah, yeah. It's the same with Mark Ruffalo at the minute. Everything that he's been teased in so far, he's been in a different form. Oh, with yeah. With Hulk yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And it's it's those kind of things with their marketing and how they're doing it that I just think, I where's think this really going? Clever. I, yeah, I think is. most leaks that come out are orchestrated by Marvel. Oh, yeah, 100%. So just to get people it's to talking. drum up the excitement. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just free marketing. Do you put you you leak something in, in speech marks yeah. on Twitter and it's just free marketing? You've not had to produce anything. You can just yeah. put a shoddy, horrible. So do you reckon Doc Ock was on purpose art? when he first said that he was in the film and it was from the moment that I he died? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Kevin Feige, very very 
very clever man. Yeah. Very clever man. Uh, back onto Spider-Man then. There was a uh, a new TikTok or Daily Bugle TikTok came out this week. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I still the, haven't uh, added the them, TikTok you know. Account. I need to I, add them. See, I'm on it. I'm all over it. <laughs> You're normally the TikTok guy. Uh, again, not much to it. It's Betty Brandt again. And she is reporting that in they're having re- really weird weather. That was really hard to say. <laughs> really weird weather in New York. And they're having lightning storms and a sandstorm as well. And then I think Love halfway it. through the TikTok, she says, "Is this something to do with new villain with you know new villains turning up in New York?" And then JJ cuts her off, and she has to come back on and say, "I've been told that as the worst intern, I'm the worst intern at the Daily Bugle, and I've been told that it isn't any, <laughs> it isn't super villains, it's the Spider Menace." I've been told, so she's basically been told by JJ. But again, just not. Not that we didn't now know that Sandman and Electro are in it, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. marketing is proper getting going now, which again is it. so weird because we've had nothing for months no. and now it's like, right, like open the floodgates I'm surprised now. it hasn't come up on my For You page, you know. Yeah, it's a bit weird. As soon I as I look at so much Marvel stuff. I don't think I saw it on TikTok. I, thought, I think I saw it on like comicbook.com or comicbookmovie.com yeah. and then just clicked on it from there. A uh, bit more Marvel news. Uh, we put this on the trailer. Kobe Smulders is confirmed to be returning in Secret Invasion. I'm which so is excited. She's such a good character. She when is. I was putting the trailer together for this week's episode, going back and looking at all the clips and finding yeah. little bits of her, she's such a good character. I so still love underrated. that outtake when Coulson died yeah. in there. Like, thinking, no! no, he was such a great person. <laughs> So good, so good. Not surprising that she's back, but no. so good. I yeah. wonder whether she's going to be playing Maria Hill or Soren, Talos's wife, or both. Oh, I know if she wouldn't play Soren, but is it going to be the actual Maria Hill? Because yeah, because when you think about it from the end of Far From Home, we know why Nick Fury wasn't there because yeah. Nick Fury was in space, but we can only assume Maria Hill's in space. Yeah. With him, we, yeah, we don't. Because we never do really we? had it, had it no. questioned as to where she is. She could be dead. She could be. Could be dead. But hopefully not. Hopefully not. I like that. But again, how long has there's all those questions as to how? I think we talked about it last week or the week before. How long has Talos been Nick Fury? Yeah, because there's theories out there that he's been Nick Fury. Oh, with since. The, the way he his toast and stuff like yeah, that. In yeah, in Age yeah. of Ultron, he yeah. cut his toast diagonally in Age of Ultron. So has that been Talos since Age of Ultron? Which would completely make sense because the movie before Age of Ultron was Winter Soldier, yeah, which is when he got shot, yeah, and he was really really injured. And then later in the movie, he's just up and walking about. So it would explain that, that would the, the so real Nick cool. Fury's gone off to space. Talos has stepped in, which is why he's up and about again. Yeah, but has Maria Hill been? not Maria Hill since then. Maybe. And for the entirety of the MCU since Age of Ultron, we've actually had Soren. Oh, it'd be so good. It's so good. Because it also still explains why Nick Fury would have still called on Captain America. I mean, Captain, Captain Marvel. America, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah, it was Talos and Talos yeah, had already yeah. been helped by it. Exactly, yeah. Oh, it's all so, so good. So deep. I love it. It's like the Matrix. Uh, right, last thing before we move on to Hawkeye then, the new Peacemaker trailer, which Anthony has just watched. So <laughs> completely fresh eyes. Got uh, Only got dropped yesterday on yeah. Twitter by my new best friend, James Gunn, who liked our tweet. Yes, I am buzzing <laughs> off it. We did nearly so Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> James, if you're listening, let us interview you, please. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, yeah, he's not listening. I no. didn't put in the tweet that he liked that we'd be talking about it on the podcast, so maybe he is. 
Maybe. Maybe it is. If you are, we would love to interview you. Yeah, just a bit. I was very impressed at how many people liked the tweet when I put... I think I tweeted just a picture of the fact that he liked it with a little mind-blowing emoji. Yeah. We got so many people saying congratulations and stuff like that, which just feels weird, but I appreciate it. (laughs) No, congratulations. Congratulations. James Gordon knows you exist. Well done. (laughs) You're on his radar. I'm all right with it, though. I'm happy with it. Uh, But yeah, breaking down the trailer a little bit then. I was already... Lo- I, this is exactly what I said in the tweet, and I'm going to reiterate it just in case James is listening, but he's not. Um, <laughs> we were already excited for it. Yeah. Even more excited now that I've seen this trailer. And I put it in the tweet. It's, it looks... And even the trailer, I'm sure the show is, it is a perfect balance between humour and quite a deep story yeah. from from this. None of the previous trailers had made it sound look like it was going to be you know, uh, like an, any sort of emotion or anything like that. It was just going to yeah. be like a killer and he was going to be funny. But this trailer does definitely go down the route where it's going to be maybe a bit more of a redemption story. Yeah, and I mean, what I really like with it, that you can see that there's real daddy issues in this. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's about him trying to show his dad that he's worthy. Yeah. Whereas with a lot of the superheroes in the past that we've seen... It's it's never been about something like that. It's always been about the greater good, or it's been about their their own ego, or you know, it's it's yeah. all self conflicting problems. Whereas this is actually brought from from childhood for for him clearly, yeah, exactly. and it's about him trying to finally get his approval from his dad. Yeah. Um. So it's quite quite deep in that sense, but it's also absolutely friggin' hilarious. It, I know. Yeah. Like I'm so excited. Eagly, I think is going to be my favorite character. I'm before. already seeing that. Like, I hope there's more. I hope he's he's in it loads. I think he's I mean, going to be great, but I also think Vigilante is mate with yeah. him, who just it's weird. He's got the he's got quite a cool superhero costume. Yeah, he's quite tough, and then he seems to take off the mask, and he's just this little nerdy dude with glasses. It's, it's like Kickass, but worse. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like Kickass, but I've got a feeling that he's going to be. Uh, Peacemaker throughout the series is going to have like a proper redemption arc, and he's yeah. going to go from being an absolute dick to still probably a bit of a dick, but not just going around killing people. Yeah. But I feel like Vigilante isn't going to be. He's yeah. going to be like, what are you thinking? Well, it you seems like in this, we're seeing where he draws the line as well in yes, the trailer, which is kids, which is yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm also excited. I can't remember her name, so forgive me. But the one that was in Orange Is the New Black, Danielle Brooks. Danielle Brooks. Orange, yeah. I'm so excited. Like, yes. I think she's going to be brilliant. I do. She, I mean, she, I, the only thing I've ever seen her in is Orange is the New yeah. Black, and she completely, Phenomenal. she just stole the show it. in that. Yeah, she yeah. was the, I can remember her story arc yeah. much more than I can remember. I can't even, was it Piper? Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really remember her story arc or where I don't think finished. Piper knew what her story arc was the entire time she was in there, though, to and, be fair. And I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really care. I was more interested. It was Tasty, wasn't it? That was her name, Daniel Brooks. Tasty, character. Yeah, yeah. I was much more in because there's so many stories going on in it. Yeah. And whether it was because of the writing or the acting from her and her yeah. castmates, but that was much more the story that I yeah, was interested yeah, in when I was watching it. So I'm really keen to see what she can bring to this. But even from what we see in the trailer so far, she looks like she's going to absolutely kill it. Yeah, yeah. We also definitely. see quite a lot. You've mentioned the daddy issues. We see a lot of Robert Patrick. Yeah, I love him, by the way, as well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I think he's going to play a really good dickhead. Yeah. Dad at the end of the day, (laughs) who Peacemaker's just trying to get sort of his, what's the word? Approval. Approval, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to. He just wants his dad to be proud of him. But yeah, then yeah. he's going to get to the point where he doesn't want his dad to be proud of him. He doesn't care. Yeah. By, by the end. 
But um, yeah, I can't can't wait. That last line as well when he's when he's making the he's got like the bomb. He's got like has he got like a shell from a tank and he straps a grenade to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he just invented it this morning and it's just that line when he throws it. He's like eat peace, motherfuckers, when he throws it. <laughs> <laughs> just gone. <laughs> <laughs> so good the writing uh, boss so yeah. that is coming January I think it is isn't it I think so yeah January there was a date at the end of the trailer sorry we should have checked that but it's coming January um, it's HBO Max uh, there was a there were a few people asking on Twitter how we're getting in the UK yeah um, one of our listeners Peacemaker um, he was chasing he was actually chasing James Gunn on Twitter to say how are we going to watch it and it seems to be that it's going to be on Sky on our TV in right. the UK, he did. James Gunn did say in a tweet that it's going to be available pretty much everywhere as it as it launches. Yeah, yeah. Max. There might be a little bit of a delay, like, but yeah, it's just going to be a case of getting now TV or Sky, but yeah, or getting it on. No, don't don't say you can get it any other way because James Gunn might be listening. He won't be, <laughs> but he might be. Uh, but yeah, that's it for news. Should we uh, should we talk about Hawkeye? Yeah, let's do it. So Hawkeye episode three, Echoes, I think it was called. Obviously, yeah. why it was called, why it was called Echoes. We'll uh, we'll break it down. I've, when I've done my notes on this, I've pretty much done it in order as it's gone, which we haven't done for a little no, while. No. But it just it just flowed quite well. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk through it. Well, the way they set it out is the probably the way we'd have talked about it anyway. So you, yeah, definitely. You know, at the beginning, you've just got Echoes arc. That's You've it. got her backstory. Exactly. So yeah. that we learn who she is before we actually meet. Well, at the moment that we're meeting her. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It did a really good job in such a short time. Yeah. At establishing her whole backstory. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? Getting Loki up to speed. What do you mean? For the speed that they did it, getting Loki. When we started the series of Loki, from when yeah. um, he enters there, obviously it's not the Loki that we know now. But we had to catch him up to to kind of get to that that level of Loki that we had before. So we oh, watched all mean, of his. Yeah. Yes, I know. What you do you know mean. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of like when he was that. Watching we, all the videos we, of we all Loki just came did. up to speed at the exact same time, yeah, and it was no, very I mean. quick. But it it set it well. Yes, if that makes sense. Yeah, and in such a short time. Yeah, yeah. How you just empathised with her completely. Yeah. Because she was kind of. A, I know we know she's not going to be a complete bad guy because she's getting her own show. Unless that's yeah. the way that Marvel are going with the Maybe. show potentially, but. It did a really good job of turning her from potential full-on villain at the end of episode two to you completely get her and understand yeah. her and complete whether you agree with it or not, completely get where she's coming from. Yeah. So, yeah, you just you would just you just feel like you know her as a character, particularly the fact that in this she doesn't really speak much as a kid. And she hardly has a, I know she doesn't speak, but even when she's doing like the sign language through the rest of the episode, she doesn't really say much. No. But she's, she's, it's just the looks that she seems to give everybody. And yeah. Like the kind of dirty looks. I must, I must admit, and this is probably going to be my only negative comment about Hawkeye because I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah. I'm a little bit gutted that they're throwing away the sign language aspect a little bit. It seems to be like, not completely, but a little bit out of shot when they're I doing it and that. stuff. And I thought, when you she's know, talking to Kazi at the end, yeah, yeah, it's like she just looks at him and he looks her dead in the eye, and she seems to, he seems to go, "I'd be having a full-on conversation yeah, yeah. with her," which could could be the case. You know, if they've worked together and, and been that close for so long, then yeah, yeah. that might be the case. However, what a moment to be able to 
to like bring something like sign language into yeah um such a such a big universe and stuff like that and i just i feel like they're missing it just slightly and well to be fair as far as i know jeremy renner and um hayley steinfeld learned asl yeah, for yeah. for the series amazing yeah so which uh, the fact that they so don't waste the it. time i know yeah. what you mean yeah we had like a little bit of a moment where Clint was trying to do the sign language yeah, yeah. and wasn't really getting it. Said so like, "Can I have a cookie, please?" or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, they're not. They've made. They've sort of made out as if it's gonna be a big part, and they're not really done much with it. But yeah. I feel like that's a. The, that's the reason why they've made Hawkeye deaf to give him a bit of a. I don't know whether it's a bond, but like a mutual respect between him and Echo. Yeah. So yeah. he can completely understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And I think. It sort of planted the seed when she said to him, "You shouldn't be relying on technology like your hearing aid. You should basically learn like sign language, pretty much. You should rely on your own body. It's like it's exactly learn yeah. on what you've got, and not what you can acquire. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think that's gonna that's gonna give them whether they're gonna end up friends at the end. I'm not too sure. I mean, we'll talk about the ending of this of the episode and where sort of their arc's gonna go. Yeah. But they're definitely gonna have to finish this with some sort of. Not friendship, but an understanding yeah, of each yeah. other. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Go, go before we sort of move on. Though, going back to the very beginning of the opening when she's in the school, felt really sorry for her for yeah, yeah. for a start. Again, two thousand and seven. It just made me feel so. Oh old. God, yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> "No." We just seen this grown woman in the previous episode, and we now see her as a really, really little kid. Yeah. Two thousand and seven. I was in the sixth form at that I point. I know. It's just like, oh God. Ugh. I'm so old. I'm so old. I was only my 22nd birthday last week this week. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Uh, but yeah, talking about her story then, again, yeah, the fact that she was in this in the normal school because her dad couldn't afford the deaf school. Yeah. He's not a very good criminal, is he? No. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just supposed to think he's poor and then very quickly it becomes apparent that he's what probably running some sort of criminal gang or second yeah. in command when you think and he's still just sacked her off completely and was yeah. like no i'm not gonna pay the extra for you i'm gonna keep it for myself exactly exactly however i'll give you the half decent leg <laughs> exactly yeah that's it, isn't it? <laughs> like it just didn't that's make it that's the bit that he's didn't make right, sense though because it's made a he says like it'll make you stronger yeah, yeah for it and it does and you see sort of i wouldn't say her powers because in the in the comics, she's got, I think we mentioned it last week, she's got photographic reflexes, yeah, yeah. like Taskmaster. She doesn't seem to, they're not pushing that no. anyway. They seem to be pushing it that she's got heightened senses, not through like powers like Daredevil, but because, well, because she's having she's to rely on her other senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she can sort of focus in and seems to be able to like pick somebody's weakness yeah. and just completely capitalise on it yeah. that's what we see from like when she's in the karate class as a kid and then when she's doing the, yeah. like the Mai Tai boxing or something like that but that would seem to be that would seem to be the way that they're going with, yeah. the, power, with the powers in this one the dad then so lovely lovely caring dad lovely bloke but also working for a criminal yeah. organi- organisation but I th- it's quite confl- did you get like quite conflicted feelings when you saw him die because Ronan's killed him and you sort of get, or we think Ronan's killed him. Yeah. And you sort of completely get why she then hates Ronan because we yeah. know now why she's after him. And you feel sorry for her and for him. But then at the end of the day, he's only killed him because he was going around ridding the world of the worst criminal gangs. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what Marvel are doing with that. No. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It is. I don't know how to feel I've about it. I've got a really weird feeling that 
It's it not Ronan. No. No, I don't think it's Ronan. I've got a feeling it's uh, a mum. Do you? Mm. Why would it be a mum? I was thinking Jack. No. I, no, I'm starting to go down this route of mum knows what's going on. I still think mum's like a complete I, bad guy, but yeah, I don't yeah. think, I'm not sure about mum being don't think, the one who killed. I don't think she's the one who killed. I think she's the one who orchestrated, orchestrated the death. Oh, I will be devastated though if we get to the end of this and it's not Kingpin. Mm. What would you? Because it could be. It could be. Because we we talk and we'll go through the episode. We're, we're going to yeah. jump about like we always do. But at the end or towards the end, Clint t- tells Katie says, "Echo's not the leader of the gang. There's somebody above her, and you don't want to mess with them, or something along those lines." And from the hints that we've had through the episode already, it's that it's going to be it's going to be Kingpin. But can you? How would you feel? Because I wanted to be Kingpin. Don't wrong. Yeah. How would you feel if you got if we got to the end of the series or like to the next episode? Because there's only three episodes left, and we found out that the whole thing was being orchestrated by her mom, and there's no Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, I don't know because I do also love Vera Farmiga. Yeah, I know. And but she plays an amazing villain. So, and it might mean that Kingpin I get that. is saved for something better. I think though that it'll feel like a bit but, of a waste because I think if she turns out to be the villain. That'll be her. That'll yeah. be her story arc gone. Yeah. You know, obviously it'll be echoed in future things, the fact that yeah, Kate's yeah. mum was the villain. Yeah. But I feel like that'll be the last we see of Vera Farmiga. I, I think could be Kingpin yeah. as the leader of the gang. Yeah. But she owns a security company. I know what you mean. She's a very good person to have in, in Kingpin's pocket. Yeah. So what if she's the number together. two? Yeah, could be. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it still, it still then work, and she'd be there, but she'd have the protection of Kingpin in the process. Yeah. So she could come back. I don't know. I don't know where. Yeah. And maybe Kingpin. Maybe Kingpin has told her to marry Jack. Maybe for the benefit of the gang. Yeah, and the money. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's why, obviously, the uncles them and kill because he's been onto it. Yeah, potentially. Maybe that's why. He, that's the reason why he wasn't just being snooty and stuck up. No. He just because he knew she had links to Kingpin. Yeah, could be that, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's more like I'd be happy with that. Yeah, because it's def. It's. I mean, we we see like when he's when Kate's at the oh not Kate when Maya's at the yeah. karate. Yeah, yeah. The young, her uncle comes up and touches her and touches her face, and that laugh is a hundred percent Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, as King. It's it's got or it sounds extremely like okay. it. So they're obviously pushing the fact that this is Kingpin. Yeah. But again, I don't trust. I just don't trust. Ke- I trust Kevin Feige completely, but I don't trust him in the slightest. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. I just uh, I don't know. But in the, so in the comics, Kingpin is responsible for the death of her dad. I don't yeah. know if they were. I don't know if they were related. Because yeah. I think she's his adopted daughter because his dad because her dad died. A but, bit like Thanos was. Yes. Gamora. Yeah. 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 But I suppose it kind of makes sense that they were moving away from that because it would just seem like a complete copy of yeah, yeah. Thanos and Gamora but in the comics my understanding is that Kingpin has the dad killed or kills him himself I, can't, I don't know which yeah. but then pins the blame on Daredevil right, in okay. the comics and then she's got a vendetta against Daredevil in this she's obviously got the vendetta against Ronan yeah. but it's got me questioning was that Clint was that Clint who killed her, who went in on that day and wiped out the tracksuit mafia, which I assume it was, or an older version of the tracksuit mafia, yeah. and her dad. Because I, I, I wonder whether 
if we were supposed to 100% know it was Clint, we would have seen Clint's face or even his eyes, but we yeah. didn't. We saw no. nothing. We just saw somebody in a Ronin suit. Yeah. And we know that, I suppose, it, we don't know when that happened, when that when that occurred, because we, it was Adult Echo, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying the fact that it was Clint. No, I, I'm not I don't buy, think I'm it was not Clint. I'm not buying the fact that it was Clint. I don't think but that's I thought it. I thought it's more likely it's Jack because Jack's the swordsman. Yeah. Or completely out of left field, Bullseye. Maybe. And he's been hired by by Fisk to do that. Yeah, maybe. Or it could be Kazzy. Could be. What if it's him? You know, the guy who's like who's Echo's right hand man. Yeah. What if it was him who did it and he completely knows what's going on? Yeah, because there's more to him. That'd be a good twist. It would be. Yeah, there's more. Yeah. To him. There's so many potential villains in this. Yeah, yeah. kind of too many. Not too many, but we've only got three episodes left. Yeah, and I th- apparently the next episode. So this episode that we've just had this week was 43 yeah. minutes. Was it? Yeah, God, that's quite long. And but the, I think the first episode was 52, and the second episode was like 48. This one was 43, so shorter again. But there's a rumor going around online that the combined length of episode three and four is only 80 minutes. Which would mean that next week's episode is only half an hour or 37 minutes. Yeah. Or just over 30 yeah, minutes with yeah. credit, I suppose. But I know it's only, we're only two weeks into it, but there's not that many episodes left no. of this. So. There's not much time to wrap it but up. But there feels like there's a lot going on. It feels like we've not really touched on it all yet. No, it feels like all we've had is character introductions. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like little tiny tastes and teasers of potential ways that it's going to go or yeah, potential yeah. villains. But I do feel like so far It's a bit like Cluedo, isn't it? Who done it? <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel like Echo's a villain. Or if she is, she's going to go good. We've potentially got Fisk, uh, Kingpin. We've got Mom. We've got Jack. And we've got um, potentially Kazzy. Yeah. So there's four potential people who could be running the show here. And we've got three <laughs> We've got an, <laughs> probably an hour and a half left. To figure out to figure out who it is, yeah. There's a lot, a lot from that that opening did a re- did a really really good job. <laughs> um, so actually, just before we move on to like the rest, move on from the intro or the opening, yeah. there's a bit where when the dad dies and she's sort of like holding him as he's dying, he touches her face and she gets the blood all over her face. Yeah, and in the comics, she has a white handprint on her face. That's like a costume. Oh, okay. So I get the impression that that was trying to. Because we're not going to get a walking around with a big white handprint looking like an no. Urukai from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be definitely an interesting way to go. But yeah, I wonder whether that's what that was kind of like a, a nod to it. Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not doing it. We're not going to do it, but yeah. they had like a little bit of a taste. Yeah, there. yeah. So, after we got the intro there, and that's when the episode properly started. It was a long intro, though, wasn't it? Yeah. And we got back to, uh, again, we're not going to go through every step of it, but just a bit The pair happened. of them on the fucking them, unicorn. Them. Just I'm, going, and then the tracksuit guys just laughing there. The tracksuit mafia. They were oh, so funny. They're so good. I feel like this whole episode of the podcast is going to be me saying, Marvel have done a good job of this, and Marvel have done a good job <laughs> of that. But yeah. the, they've absolutely nailed the tracksuit mafia. Honestly, the, I feel like the tracksuit mafia should just constantly be in everything. In everything. I agree. Like, because there's always that thing where there's always like a small fight. Like, you co- you come into the story at the end of a small fight yes. with a superhero. Yeah. And it should just always be the tracksuit gang yeah. just being foiled again. And, I don't even and it's a bit like Scooby doing it. And it's like, I'm going to gonna get you. I, I want it to be that little group that we've seen <laughs> yeah. so far. Like the big dude and then the Imagine Dragons fan. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it to be yeah. them all the time. But Marvel... 
always getting criticised for saying they, they have a villain problem. And yeah. particularly when they've got like their, their like unnamed or the faceless army. Yeah. But somehow Marvel have managed to give us a faceless army in the tracksuit mafia. But you kind of know the individuals, even <laughs> yeah. though they, you don't know any of their names, but you no. know each one. Yeah. And you kind of know You could where literally just call them the seven dwarf names or you something. Could. Yeah, you, you could just could. make them up. This so and be like, good. Oh, there's Dozy. Exactly. <laughs> there's exactly. Chavi. Just the fact, though, that we got this whole conversation about my girlfriend's not talking to me because I got her Imagine Dragons tickets. She doesn't even like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I love them. And she's going with her friend. <laughs> It's just it's like so good. who thinks of these things just to drop in there because it's so random. It is, but it just it didn't make the episode. But it, the whole scene, it was just like it it brought it down <laughs> and really mellowed it out before it went like yeah. full on again. Loved it. So funny. So funny. Um, the the ho- we got into the whole sign language thing after that, which yeah. was like the whole conversation um, between oh, say conversation between like Kazi and Echo and then. Clint, Clint as well. Um, I've, I've, this, this was where I was wondering, sort of where where it's going, because and this is what and I know we're sort of back going back to it, but just from this whole interaction, just made me think, uh, which I've already said, they're going to end up having to be some sort of mates or mutual respect yeah. for each other. But again, that's why I'm thinking it's not it's not Clint because I don't think she'd. I don't. I can't see. Do you reckon forgiving him? They might if it find was him. out. You, I've got a feeling it's going to be they'll find out who it actually is and it'll be like the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Potentially. And that they might join up and fight alongside the tracksuit gang. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Yes. To fight whoever it is that's doing it. The tracksuit it. mafia turning good, and not they, turning good, not turning good. having to fight alongside them. But it'd be funnier if Hawkeye's literally like just throwing tracksuit men in front of himself to protect them while yeah. they're like just absolutely going in like lemons or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really like as if like Kingpin's just using the tracksuit mafia and Echo as collateral. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got his own sort of like army of, or faceless army. Yeah. And they have to, they're pissed off at the fact that they were just the able to go in and they were cannon fodder yeah, so yeah. they helped fight back yeah that'd be great the tracksuit mafia and the larpers all running around dressed as ronin that's what <laughs> that's what i want yeah. all interacting together yeah, yeah. i'm all right with that because can you just imagine the interactions like between that firefighter from episode two is the larpers and one of the one of the tracksuit mafia both dressed up as ronin being like what do you do then do you know what i mean one of them just saying, I've got a spare ticket for Imagination Dragons. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, Dragons. yes. And then it's like, oh, can I come? That's it, that's <laughs> it. That would be so good. So the the next bit we got, which we need to talk about, is the whole uh, Hawkeye versus Echo fight. Because, yeah. and again, that's why that whole Imagine Dragons conversation worked so well. Because it, it brought us from quite a heavy opening intro, completely tones it down to like comedy. Yeah. And then back up. So it's yeah. quite like, it's, Sounds cheesy to say it's an emotional roller coaster, but that's kind of the way it's where, they're, where yeah, they're trying yeah. to go with it, isn't it? Um, I thought the whole fight between Hawkeye and Echo was really good, though, because yeah. it was silent. Yeah. There was no giving each other stick no, or, no. or like little jabs, at each, like verbal no. jabs yeah, at each yeah. other. It was just complete. It wasn't silent, but there was no talking. Yeah. And it was just. It feels like we don't get that. No. Because there's never. normally like little comic, like little jokes and, 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 yeah, and jokes. Yeah, yeah. So it did just feel a bit, it felt a bit weird. I've watched this twice. And the first time I watched it, I watched it at home. And to be fair, I was watching like one o'clock in the morning. So they have the volume quite low. Yeah, yeah. But I, felt, I went through the whole episode thinking that it is a really quiet episode. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it, part of it is because obviously quite early on in the episode, they knock out his hearing aid and then they, yeah. they step on it and squash it. In and this I fight, think, isn't it? Yeah. And I, yeah, and I think that they, I think they've turned everything down a little bit after they've done that as well. Yeah. I get so it. as much as you know, we're hearing bits where it's all muffled because he can't hear anything, and then the normal sound. I think that that normal sound has been brought down a little bit as well. Yeah, probably. Um, and I actually think that that's a really clever thing to do. Yeah, like it definitely I, had it, the it's effect. A, it's a totally different kind of look on a, on the whole I know episode. What you mean. Yeah, but I just yeah. No, because normally it, everything's like big, loud, bangs, yeah, yeah. action, loads of really weird sound effects and stuff like that, and it was just quiet, and yeah. you could just focus on the actual. Even fight. down to the car chase. That even that like, was quite. It wasn't loud. Talk about the car chase. I mean, I love the car chase. Car that chase is so epic. so good. Yeah, but the um with with this with this fight again we don't. I know it's a Hawkeye series, but I feel like Hawkeye's very rarely, if ever, the main focus. Yeah, he's always helping. Yeah, yeah. So seeing him. It was kind of like when we saw Nat in, in Black Widow, but I feel like this was done a lot better. Yeah. Which is not which isn't fair, but it just was. Yeah. And I, I was gonna say maybe they learnt from Black Widow, but these were probably filmed very, very close, close together. together, if yeah, not yeah. partially at the same time. Yeah. I just feel like they've done a much better job with with this one. Yeah. But seeing him just just seeing Clint fight yeah. and being being the hero and he was holding his own completely but also against her. Not being asked with it. Like, yes. I love that about he him as well. He doesn't want a beard, does it's he? It's like, <laughs> I just want to go home and have Christmas with my kids. Exactly. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be fighting you. I want yeah. to get the easiest route back so that yeah. I can go home. And every time something new happens, he just does that. It's almost like a Mr. Bean doing that. Oh, I know. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's that yeah. kind of thing. Something and else. that, I live for that because... Even though our lives aren't obviously as grand as his, yeah. we get that all the time. We yeah. have that feeling all the time. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice to see that a superhero gets that feeling. Is it the too. same? Yeah. yeah. And there's loads of bits throughout the episode where it's like he is just a dad. He's yeah. just a normal dude. He's yeah. probably got it even harder than most of us. Yeah. Taking away the superhero side of things, but it is. And maybe that's what makes it better or more, what gets you more into it than Black yeah. Widow did because. He's just he's just a family. He's just and a dad. I totally think he can't walk away because Kate's literally like the same age as his daughter. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing that's stopping him because he's like, what if it was my He's kid? a really good dude though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, he he's, is hundred percent. Struggling with it and he talks about it later, like he's not a role model. Yeah. But he is, but he doesn't think of himself as one. No. And I think that's why you like the character well, more and you empathise more with him. The guilt is hitting him more about about being Ronin. Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's half the battle with him now, is that he really regrets that he did that, but at the same time, he'd lost his whole family. He'd gone oh, into a really dark place. I know. So he went to black and white. A baddie is a baddie, and I'm going to get rid of them. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think that's clever, again clever by Marvel yeah. because at the time when we had the whole Ronin thing in Endgame, yeah, it was good and it was a different arc for him. Yeah, but it didn't entirely. It, it made sense because it it made sense from a story perspective, but yeah. it didn't really make sense to me why they'd done it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And I wonder yeah. whether that that whole thing in Endgame was What's so that they could do was the setup for this yeah, yeah. because it's given us a really really deep story yeah. uh, about Clint. But uh, do you know what though? I actually I think it's all been a happy coincidence in that when we if you if you like I'm not going to go too much into it, but if you look at Endgame, yeah, if you look at all of the characters that survived, and this is what the the Russo brothers said 
um, specifically about it. It's not about the the deaths of everybody. It's about the people that they left behind. Yes. And everybody has their own version of how they've been dealing with that loss the whole time. Yeah. Because you've got Fat Thor, you know, you've got Black Black Widow. I mean, Natasha, she was really struggling in her own way. She'd given yeah. up. She'd totally given up. She thought we were never going to find anyone again. Then you had Clint going off and killing everybody that he could find just because he didn't think those people deserved to be on the planet and the people that did had been taken and things like that. Yeah. And I, I loved that everybody had their own reaction to what yeah. had gone on. I know what you mean. And for this then to follow on Tony just got on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's yeah. just like, oh, well, family well, time. No, well, I mean... To be honest, but that's good, isn't it? Yeah, t- Tony did get on with it, and he focused on. But that's because he had nothing else at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because everything that he'd been working toward had all gone by this point, and it's like, mm. well, now I've got nothing to keep bettering myself with, so I can be the family man that I've always wanted yeah. to do. But this got in the way, and again, that's a, that's another reaction to yeah. to everything that's gone on. And so I love that they've they've done that for a specific reason, but then been able to build off it in in this, and I don't think that they knew that this was where they were going. I think it was just a happy coincidence. Yeah. No. Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I know they, they plan for miles ahead, don't they? But they do. It's. Uh, I think sometimes it's a happy accident. Yeah. And it's like, well, where can we take the story yeah, yeah. from here? But it works. It works. So well. So well. Going back to that fight then between uh, Echo and Clint, as good as it was when he was, do- when he was sort of fighting a hand-to-hand and he was holding his own, Yeah. the... The change you see in him when he gets his bow and arrow, he just goes yeah. full on superhero. And I know, obviously, it's Hawkeye, and I know we, we, I know we know he's good with a bow and arrow. Yeah, but he's so good, like, yeah. like the, the, like the that flying down side. Oh my god, that was so and like good. Like he skims past Kazzy's face and breaks Kate's, yeah, Kate's yeah. Uh, duct tape around the wrist. Yeah, he's so so good. And again, even when he's not, he's deaf. Yeah. Because there's one moment where he think he takes out two guys with two arrows, but fires them at once, and then and he, he gets down on the floor and gets somebody behind him. Yeah, but he can't hear him. No. So how does he do? How does he do that? Is that a plot hole, or <laughs> is that just how good Hawkeye is? I think that's just how good Hawkeye so, is. Yeah. I, hopefully, yeah. But he's he's so good. He's such a good. No. I'm gonna kind of feel like we're not gonna have him anymore after this. After Maybe. The, I don't think he's gonna die. No. I, they can't kill him off. They can't kill him off. But. I think this is very I, much of a passion. Do you know what I would love? I would love for him to be at some kind of new Avengers base and train in the next ones. Yeah. Because so he's still around and he's still doing stuff, but it can be a nine to five job and he can go home to his family. Yes. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So that so when we get to the end of there. the next arc yeah. and we have another endgame moment, we can have Hawkeye back yeah, yeah. because he's still very much amongst it. Yeah, all. yeah. That'd be ideal, wouldn't it? I'd like that. And we say passing the torch to Kate. Yeah. She proper holds her own in this as yeah, well. Totally. Even without the bow and arrow. Yeah. But again, still makes sense to bring him. But well, it still looks with, a bit scrappy. Her fight with Cassie is like... Amazing. Yeah. But still a bit scrappy. Like it's yeah, not yeah. polished. Yeah. Which again, it, it it doesn't seem ridiculous. And when you... I mean, jumping very quickly back to Loki a second. Um, when we watched the... Um, like the how they made it bit and they talked about the different styles of fighting and stuff yes. like that. Everything is done for a reason. So they'll, they'll have purposefully made sure that her fight is quite scrappy so that she's got somewhere to go as she develops as a character as well which I think is amazing so we can see her we can see her grow throughout the series and hopefully in movies and stuff which again 
feels weird that we're going to see her in the TV series first, and then she's going to just hopefully be popping up in movies yeah, as yeah. it goes forward. But yeah, looking, look, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the car chase then. So we've already seen loads of this car chase yeah. before this episode in the trailers. In and trailers, stuff. I yeah, think there was a yeah. clip released of it. Yeah. It didn't take away from it. No. The the thing that got me was I it's I think I've seen it called a wanna in other things, like in Daredevil. Yeah. I know there's one in James Bond. The fact that it was just one shot. Yeah. Like when they got in and it panned round the car, yeah, the inside yeah. of the car like twice. It's so clever. It just I love shots like that yeah, when they do, when they do that because it just the amount of work that and whether there are cuts in it and it's yeah. just made to look like a like a wanna, but the music as well. I can't remember what the music was now. It was a Christmas song that was playing in the car. Yeah. And on it, the radio. Like, it... It was off the music the in general all the way through this series has been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because they keep playing, like, holiday music to fights. I know. And it doesn't work, but it works perfectly. Do you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And I love it when it's like that. I mean, we've seen comedic music to fights and stuff like but that never Christmas music but it's never been something that just has nothing to do with what's happening in the scene and it just works so well and it just makes me laugh so much it's yeah. brilliant there's gotta be more and I mean like the fact that she I love that she does not stop talking to him and he can't hear a Word she says, whole, yeah. like, and it's just so funny. And by the end of the episode, they're ending up saying the same thing. Yes, and I love that because the obviously they've got the dog. He's been yeah, sat in yeah. the house all day on his own. Yeah, while they're on the train. <laughs> like, but um, but when she's shouting about because he says you can't use any of these um trick arrows. Yeah, and then she uses uh, the one that explodes the van. She's like, "There's four that are worse than this." Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all that kind of stuff that just makes me laugh so much. Yeah, and some of them, I mean. It's really weird because we've only ever seen his arrows that do damage. Yeah. We've seen his standard ones, his pulling people off thing ones, the explosive ones, all of that kind of stuff. But the purple bubbly foamy stuff. The that, Play-Doh one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the fake ones, like <laughs> when she uses one that's actually just a plunger. It's just a plunger. Yeah, I know. The yeah. screen. Like it was just so funny. Like the way they did that entire scene was brilliant. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. There I were loads of so proper clever. little arsenal, didn't he? he? Had like acid arrow, acid arrows, acid arrow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What else did he have? It was explosive. There was a plunger. There was the one that pulled all the Chris- the Christmas trees onto the car. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. That I like that. Did you notice? And the I wonder whether one. that was like a Spider-Man themed one. Yeah, maybe. They're like yeah. we're pulling things yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that they were all purple? Like the play-doh was purple. The yeah. smoke was purple. So he's yeah, already yeah. got his. He's already got his. Hawkeye colour scheme yeah, yeah. definitely going down that route I love it and then so talking about the other arrows we got the Pym arrow yes as soon as it focused in on Pym, I, I was like, like oh it's gonna grow <laughs> so, <laughs> so impressed with that do you that know what would have been even funnier where's though go, where's it going I would have laughed so much if it had just shrunk and just hit someone just above the eyebrow and they're like ow <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the USB one does when she hits him in the stomach with the yeah USB yeah one. yeah he's just like fuck off <laughs> that was a proper callback though wasn't it yeah to what if because I don't think we've ever seen a USB arrow Are no you? no and then we saw the one that Natasha used yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to kill to kill Ultron um, that that'd hurt more than that it, that it hurt him I yeah, think that yeah. was a USB if that's going at that speed yeah that'd wreck that I know um, but yeah the whole the whole communication between them we you already mentioned it yeah. like the fact that they, she's like buzzing off the fact that eventually like we're communicating we're communicating it's working <laughs> yeah. it's working like she's he's like I think she says like this would be a lot easier if the car was going the other way and then in a second later he goes this would be a lot easier if the car was going the other way <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely it's just it. so good the way they did that so we went from the uh, 
again, it jumps around loads in a good way. That I mean, that scene was epic. The whole yeah. the whole car chase, as I've said, loved it so much. But full on action, and then then probably I don't know. It's the very next scene, but the other big scene, which again a lot of people are talking about, the phone call is the phone call. Yeah, this hit I think me. it was pretty much the next scene because they were then at, they got to her apartment, didn't they? They did, yeah, because they were talking about walking the dog. Weren't yeah, they? yeah. That hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, I I'd seen it was coming before I watched it because I think some of the pod fans assembles had yeah. said like that the 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 conversation with his son. Yeah. Didn't expect it to be Nathaniel. I expected it to be his older son for some yeah, reason. Yeah. But that was brutal. I know. That especially having two kids, it was just it was so hard to watch. It didn't get me teary, which some Marvel stuff does. To be fair, yeah. But yeah, it was it was tough. But it. Again, looking at like the parallels and stuff with like that Marvel are so good at, you've got this absolute badass yeah. in Hawkeye who we've just seen when he gets a bow and arrow. Even though he's got no superpowers, he is a full-on superhero. He's a force to be reckoned with. Completely. Yeah, yeah. He's just taken out the whole tracksuit mafia, which probably isn't saying much, but he's taken out the whole <laughs> tracksuit mafia. He's fought Thanos. Yeah. He's fought Chitauri. Yeah. And he can do all this. But then he can't take a phone call from his son. Yeah. Because he can't, which is partly down to all the fighting that he's done, but yeah. he's got all this power. And then when it actually goes back to the things that he gives a shit about, which is going back to his family for, yeah. for Christmas, like what you said, he can't, he can't do it. Yeah. And again, it was, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's great, the parallel, but it was hot. It was tough. It was yeah. tough to watch. But again, that's what makes him see, come across as human. And it also makes you understand more why he wasn't really in Civil War. Yeah, because he just wanted to... He wanted... Because he'd, he'd taken the deal was to like, go this to his family. Not, yeah, this is not a fight I'm willing to, to partake in. Makes you realise how bad a dad Scott Lang is. Yeah. <laughs> Clint's the good dad. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to fight with Captain America. I'm going to stay with my family. Scott's like, screw Cassie. I'm going to fight with Captain America. If I never see that kid again, that's Didn't fine. vanish, but I was still gone five years. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah it's... It it does that, and I think that's why we empathise with him. And it's yeah. it's why, and I'm not big just big at Marvel, but you know, loads of different uh, companies do it, and loads of different you know studios do it. But it's a really good way of making somebody who we've just seen basically being a superhero. You can you can relate. Yeah, and I know obviously we're not deaf, and you've not got kids, but yeah, it, it does. It just makes them. Far it's, it makes more them human. more human. It does. It's like at the end of the day, you're sitting watching them do all this fantastical stuff. But these kind of scenes bring them back down to earth, and you go, yeah. okay, yeah, that they're they're just people at the end of the day. You exactly. Know, we've got people like Thor and stuff like that who are otherworldly and have all these powers and stuff, but we have got these people who are grounded that are just humans that are just trying to make their way through life. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's built himself up on this kind of obligation to to help the world. Yeah. When all he wants to do is stay with his family. But I also think that he stayed on for as long as he has because of the Ronin thing as well. Yes. I think he's trying to appease the fact that he... And probably in the Avengers to support yeah, yeah. Natasha. Oh, God, yeah, Because yeah. it was... He wouldn't go while she was yeah. while while she was there. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's very, very clever. And again, that's why... We're, we're to, you know, we, we've, we've said it before about the these really, really, you know, super-powered superheroes like Wanda yeah. and Doctor Strange and stuff like that. I think that's why you care more about the likes of Hawkeye because yeah. it's it's just it's just more real. I've got yeah. to say the whole that whole thing as well as being a bit tough to watch 
it also made me feel really old again. And it was just the moment when he when he said his name, Nathaniel, and I jumped back to the fact that that was the baby that wasn't actually born yet in Age of Ultron. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and that kid oh, now no. in Hawkeye. I didn't even think of that. Because <laughs> I jumped... That's when he horrendous. Said, when he said Nathaniel, I was like, oh, yeah, they called him Nathaniel because of Natasha. Yeah. And then I remembered that he wasn't even born. I was just like, oh, shit, oh, I'm no, so yeah. old. This kid. But it shows how long we've stuck with Marvel and yeah. how, how long it's been running. And he hasn't even... That kid hasn't even jumped five years. No. That kid was... That, I was supposed to... Yeah. So he's, he missed... He skipped five years and he's still old enough to go and start making phone calls. Yeah. That's how long we've been watching Marvel for. Oh, if, he hadn't been, if he hadn't been snapped... He'd probably be in high school. He'd be in high school. Uh, <laughs> that's not okay. It's not good, is it? No. Not good at all. I thought as well, another, again, Marvel being good at doing the mood. We went from that really heavy scene to... Kate texted him because he couldn't hear her saying it's a good job your name's Hawkeye and not Hawkeye <laughs> and then he blocked her <laughs> deleted and blocked it is so, so funny good, so good. but like I loved her acting in that scene with the phone call yeah you could see writing it down and you how could see it was for her. that yeah she found that difficult as well mm. and I think it brought back things with her dad and not having him around and all of that kind of stuff and Seeing a kid saying, when are you coming home, daddy, kind of thing. Yeah. I think it was all that. And I, But no words. No. Just facial expressions. Yeah. It shows how good... We've not really talked about it much in this episode because it was very heavily focused on Echo and Hawk and yeah, Clint. Yeah. But she's she's doing such a good job with this, Hayley Steinfeld, yeah. because you just felt for her just she from felt, the looks. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe so what I were going to say? Yeah. Sorry. No, no, that, that, that was it. Like, I just... Her acting in this, she's still... I wouldn't say she's stealing the show... But she's still very much there, even when her part isn't that big. Yeah. And it just shows how a good actress can can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She's so, very, she's loud without being loud. Yeah. Just her, her presence. You yeah. can just feel it when she's in, when she's in any scene. Yeah. And sort of not in this episode, but I think there's some, a, a teaser or some shots have been released for next week's episode. And there's, it's somebody in like a full balaclava with like night vision goggles on. You can't see the face. Oh, but yeah. It's hit. Everyone's thinking it's Yelena. Oh, okay. Because we know we 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 know she's in it, basically, don't we? But again, yeah. those two together, yeah, I can't wait to see them. They're going to either bounce off each other or fucking hate each other, and I don't know which one I want more. But it's I, th- just I think it's going to be both. I think they're going to hate each other at first and then start to bounce off one another. Yeah, I think they'll gain a mutual respect for their skills and. They'll bounce off They'll each be a other. Proper, they, they're probably going to end up like a proper little team. like Little duo, Nat like Clint and that. Yeah, Nat, yeah, yeah. Which would be really quite fun. nice, to be yeah. fair. It's just like the next gen, full on the next generation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't wait for that. Um, in the episode then we got, I think we've already touched on it, we got some more teasers of the Kingpin, that scene where we said yeah. that Kazzy and Echo were talking without actually doing any sign language. But again, it's teasing, uh, teasing the fact that Kingpin is potentially coming. Yeah. Um, at the end then, so we got a little, potentially a little bit more info. So they, they broke into Kate's house. Yes. Kate's house, wasn't it? And they got logged into Vera Farmiga's um, security yeah. system. And there were two, one big, very apparent thing that happened. And then another thing that was kind of mentioned in passing. So for start, the big thing was the fact that Jack was there with yeah. the Ronin sword. And yeah. that's where the episode ended. Yeah. So I didn't think... I didn't think we'd get to that point with Jack this quick. No. Because it's kind of, again, making... I thought he was going to be a bad guy. Yeah. And I still do to a degree. 
But I think if he was the big bad guy, we wouldn't be getting this interaction this early no. in the series. No. So he can't, he can't be. It's got me again thinking that he's more of a red heron. Yeah. If we're getting it, if we're getting it that early. Um, the other thing was when they logged in, they were looking for Kazi on the system. And yeah. I think they said he's employed by Sloan Limited. Yeah. And I did a bit of, I did a bit of research today. Doesn't happen very often, but I did. Um, so I googled it for for Marvel, yeah. and Sloan. They reckon that Sloan refers to a character in Marvel Comics called Walker Sloan, right? Who in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, he's mentioned in that apparently. Right, runs a company called Alchemax. He's the CEO, and Kingpin owns the company. Right. So okay. again, that would completely make sense that yeah, yeah. if that's the way that we're going to go, that he's he's running it and then that that was that that was the end of the episode i i really enjoyed the episode i loved it a lot more the second time i watched it yeah though and i don't know whether i just didn't have my head in the game in the first the first time i watched it but i sat and watched it today about a couple of hours ago yeah i I think sometimes for us it's about speed on watching it because we know we've got to get an episode out and things like that because i think i've done that a little bit and i've tried to watch it when i can yeah and i don't think my focus has been 100 percent on it i know what you mean so i'll probably be going back and watching it again just so i can do you know what if you can sit i'd actually go as far i don't know whether it's the best one yeah i think this was one of the best episodes of any of the marvel tv series that we've had so far i the fact that Again, just the the scenes, the car chase was one of the best action scenes we've had in any of them, in my opinion. Yeah. So well done. And then again, just that the fact that we then jumped straight to that scene with the sun. Yeah. I just, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Where, where I think we've already talked a little bit about having, where we think it's going. Yeah. Go on, give us, a, give us a guess, give us a ridiculous, give us a theory as to where you think, where you think we're a, going with it. A ridiculous who theory. Are you th- who are you thinking is the bad? Is the bad? Are we go so? Are we are we going with are we decide let let's make let's make a decision. So my, my realistic one. So after after we've sat and we've talked about it, I do think that Kate's mum is working with Kingpin. Yeah. Or is working under him, or is blackmailed by him, or there's there's something there that means that she, I the way she was dismissing Kate over Jack being dodgy as hell. Yeah. Was massive red flags for me. Yeah. Like. She must be aware, and there's a reason I behind think, it. I think, and she I is. think that the only reason that can be behind it is because a the money which she's already got a lot of, and she owns the security business. Yeah, but there's something there, and that for me would only mean that she's doing something for somebody else. But and so that's where it makes me think. Obviously, Kingpin with the dimensions that we're getting. Yeah. So that's my kind of realistic. So when you say that, have you got a ridiculous theory? Um, I don't know if you. I can't. I think I'm getting one in my head now. Literally, just as I'm thinking, I'm. I. I maybe hope. I. I. What I think she's a bad guy. I kind of yeah. hope she is a bad guy. I don't want her to be the big bad guy in this. No. And I don't think I want her to be working with Kingpin either. I think I'd quite. I think it'd be interesting. Let's say that if it was all Kingpin. And Kingpin was orchestrating this whole thing. Yeah. And at the very end, we find out that Vera Farmiga is a villain, but she's not really had anything to do with the whole Kingpin side of things. She's yeah. on her own story that's yeah. running. And maybe she's working alongside Madame Hydra or something like maybe. that. And she's, I don't know, funding, putting the Thunderbolts together or got something to do or with being the eyes. Just for, for just Madame something Hydra. to do something to do with that or maybe in the next episode when when Yelena comes in yeah. she's gonna 
know Vera Farmiga's character or she's yeah. had interactions with her before. But I just, I, my thing is... What if I she's think, had links to the Red Room? Yeah, potentially. I don't know, security. Not calling any security guards like bad people or anything like that, but it's just in movies and films, it it's tends to be... always the security fans that are dodgy as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do- they are definitely... They are, yeah. There's something dodgy going on. I just think that... I think if we if we get... And I'm not saying we can't get Hare being a villain and Kingpin being a villain in the same, in the same show, yeah. but anything that we get Kingpin related, I think we'll be building towards something bigger. Whereas I just feel that if she's part of the main villain of this show, that will be the last we see of her. I don't know why. I just think yeah. that that's how that's the course that it had run. And I, I like her as a character already. And I think she's a great actress. So I think it'd be good to see more of her going, more of her going forward. And yeah. I think if she's the, if she's part of the running, the, the bad guys in this, that we won't, we won't see that. So I'd like her just to be, it'd be teased that she's a villain, say. Yeah. Okay. Do you reckon? Yeah. Sound. Do you want to know a little bit more of a ridiculous one? Go on, yeah. Go on, full ridiculous. What if... Here we go. Both show, you know. I know, right? (laughs) What if both of her parents died back in Avengers and her mum has been a scroll this whole time? Mind blown. And could be the lead-in to the secret invasion (sighs) because it's a security firm and they've got eyes and ears on everyone. Chills. I like that one. I like that one. It's good, Where did it? you pull that one from? Literally just out my ass in the last 30 seconds. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it would explain the time that she was gone. Yeah. And again, I think it's probably going to be the fact that she was killing the dad. But yeah. I'd love that. Be cool, wouldn't Can it? Can you imagine if this yeah. was all leading to Secret Invasion? Yeah. Oh, who else could be a scroll? Literally, this is what I love about it. It literally Anybody. could be anyone. The entire tracksuit gang could be them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it literally could be anyone. I would love it if Marvel, we've gone proper off Hawkeye, but I'm all right with it. I would love it if when we get to Secret Invasion, we get some massive cameos in it. And yeah. we find that some massive Marvel characters that we've seen. Like Keanu Reeves playing himself, but it's a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keanu Reeves playing himself in the movie, but he's really a scroll. Yeah, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. But no, just some like really big, really big characters. And I yeah. think it's it's a way of bringing dead characters back. Yeah. Because the real character could have been lost Without away them having somewhere. to come back, back. Because they've never died. Yeah. It was yeah. the scroll that died. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could yeah. have it. That, you know, Tony could have been a scroll. Yeah. The real Tony Stark could still be locked in a cave. Yeah. Somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It could yeah. be anything. Like, I mean, that's probably a bit of a. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to come back, and that probably would cheapen that. But yeah. there could be other, there could be other characters. I can't think of anybody else who's died now. But do you know? Do you know what I mean? I, ju- I just love it if we found out that somebody big was a scroll. Yeah. Not like Nick Fury because we already know Nick Fury was, but yeah, just somebody big like Sam. Sam's a scroll, has been for the whole time. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Some, something along those lines. Yeah, because they, they are all linked. Should we see? Uh, should we see what the Listeners' thoughts. Of the yeah, episode. yeah. Let's do pod fans assemble. Pod fans assemble. Okay, so we <clears throat> we obviously said same as usual. We want to know what you thought. So um, tell us in the poll. Seventy nine percent loved it. Amazing. Fifteen percent said it was okay. 
I'm surprised, because I know the next one as well, I'm surprised that this one doesn't seem to be as universally loved as the first and second episodes, because I do, as I've already said, I think, I think this, this one's was the been, best. Yeah. So we better. had 6% hated it? We did have 6% hate it. However, I think that means two people hated it out of the people who voted. Okay. One of them was one of our listeners, Nathan, and he messaged me straight after and said, oops, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> 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 I, haven't wa- I haven't watched it yet. Oh. So, so yeah, it was probably only 3% hated it. Okay. <laughs> but still, I, I don't get it. you got a message straight off. I oops. Did. oops. I'm sorry <laughs> for ruining your figures. It's all right. <laughs> All right. I like well, that. I like that Nathan and Brilliant. the listeners care that much. I'm I know, yeah, on me. Um, okay, so off the back of that, we had uh, Jessica Barry say, "Lovely episode." The tracksuit mafia had me in hysterics again. I'm really enjoying seeing Hawkeye through Kate's eyes. Yeah, this yes. is exactly it. Yeah, it's because I mean, the first episode was "You Should Never Meet Your Heroes." Was that what it was yeah, called? Yeah, something like that. And it's that idea that he doesn't see himself in that way, but you still. Seeing him through the rose-coloured glasses yeah. of a kid, basically. But I don't think the rose. I mean, we didn't. They're not rose-coloured. They're, they're not by any means. But he, you know, the, there is that he went dark and twisty in a yeah. section of twisty. it. And, yeah, like, and it. He just, needs it. He yeah. needs it. And we didn't touch on it much on the epi- on the, when we went around through the episode because we always skip past it a little bit. But he 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 hates himself to a degree. Yeah, because pro- like you said, because of the Ronin thing. Yeah. He is. He's and not I think a bad he feels person responsible for Nat- Natasha's death as well. Yeah, I think he does. But I get that. I mean, he oh, wasn't. 100% no, no, wasn't. he wasn't. But I get why. I get you would, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You oh, would. Oh, God, yeah. But, he, but as much as I like Natasha, because I think she's a great character and I wish she hadn't died. And I'm, you know, as much as we didn't particularly like Black Widow movie, that wasn't yeah. anything because of the It wasn't anything to Natasha. do with her. No, not no, at all. No, not at all. But she, if one of them had to die, yeah, I'm, I'm not that I'm going to throw her off the cliff myself. But no, but it, it, had to it be made Natasha. sense. He had a family to go back to. She didn't. I know he'd done bad things, but she'd done bad things as well. Yeah. And I, that's it. He didn't. Everyone's he had a family. He's got. Look at that kid who you could see was clearly getting upset just because his dad couldn't hear him on the phone. Yeah. And might not be home for Christmas. Imagine taking his dad away from that kid completely when he's only There's just more come the back. Kid being understanding of it and saying exactly. it's okay if you can't come back that was the bit that nearly destroyed me yeah 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 he understood it yeah um she then said he's always been one of my favorites so getting to see him through the lens of someone who admires him as a hero is really refreshing yeah yeah i agree Wes said maybe a bit short but that was a wild ride and i loved it especially the moments that actually slowed down and gave human moments with kate and clint lots of intrigue and mystery now with who's this and who's that yes yeah definitely really excited um, Kenneth said I really liked episode 3 of Hawkeye more and more I'm really liking Jeremy Renner as Clint I'm happy to do a mea culpa on this like the nod to the big man that was uh, was that him yes had to be oh but was it uh, like we I said I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't him at all well we did it with Trevor so who knows with Trevor yeah <laughs> Alan Hangover like I said just caught up with it now thought it was a great episode loving the series so far uh, Geeky Nate said, oh my God, so good. Uh, the backstory threw me, so not what I expected. My only comment is that they should have done better framing shots with the sign language to show the full sign. Yeah, 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 completely agree. Um, DC Comics Collector said, I think I like it. It has some great moments. As a father, the call between Clinton and his son hit me in the feels. Yeah. Totally. Paul Sia said, enjoyed this week's episode. Had a good mixture of the tracksuit idiots and a really cool car chase with camera shots and the different arrows at their disposable at, at their disposal. Um, also, the scenes with Kate and Clint and their grown friendship was touching, like the call with his son. I love the fact he calls them the tracksuit idiots. Yeah. It is a better name. It is brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Um, Keeper of the Sacred Flame, best episode so far. Yeah, yeah. great. 
Uh, you insult me. It was very, tu- it was very touching with a great action scene. Yeah, yeah. that's so, do you know what? Very, very, very brief that, but completely summed it up. Really yeah. touching episode, loads of action. Yeah, that's why I loved it. Uh, Heart Attack. It was the best episode by far. Peacemaker just wrote Kingpin hand and Kingpin left us hand. a picture of Kingpin. Yeah, and then Sheldon Pink said, "I skipped watching last week, so we're settled um, in nicely to binge three episodes back to back." Watching one and two again was great, but being able to roll straight into episode three was awesome. The fact that the episode kicked ass was a bonus. The giant arrow was a nice touch, topping off an amazing sequence. Totally agree. So good. That that giant arrow was brilliant. But know, again, right? we've now got that. I feel like that was the the cliffhanger we got at the end of episode one. Yeah, would have killed me, which is why I'm glad we got episode two yeah, straight yeah, after. Yeah. This one's killed me as well. Yeah. Just Jack being there with Ronan's sword is just like I, I need. Oh, when he when I think when it happened, I was like. Please don't finish. Please don't finish it. Please don't finish it. And then it did. And I was just like, shit. We've got another week I knew, now to I wait. I knew it was going to happen. As soon as I was like, yeah. This is it. This is the end. Also, that's going to that's gonna come out the day that we go to see Spider-Man as well. No, it's not. The Wednesday. No, it's next. It's episode five is the week the day we go to see Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we get it on the Wednesday. I keep skipping next week, you know. Why? I don't know. I keep jumping to the following week. And I, do you know what a little bit of me does as well? I keep thinking I've done it, I've done it no less. That's the third time I've done it in the last two days. Oh my God, we've got a week and a half till Spider-Man. I know. And the Hawkeye are the same one. We'll have, uh, we'll, we're going to do wrap-up in a sec, but we will have two episodes that week. We're yeah. going to do the Hawkeye episode on the Thursday? Uh, on the Friday? No, we do the Hawkeye episode on the Thursday like we have been doing. So we'll just record and get it straight out? Yeah. Okay. Should we edit this bit out, or should we let the listeners listen to us? Uh, let us make the decision. The podcast? It was just because I knew we. Be, uh, you've got Friday off as well, haven't you? Oh yeah, so we could just do. We yeah, both got Friday off, so we could just drop the two episodes on the Friday. Yeah, let's do that. Two episodes on Friday the seventeenth. There you listeners. go. There we you just go. Not it. one big long episode. No, two episodes. Two episodes. One special Spider-Man one, so that you can still listen to the Hawkeye one straight away on the Friday without getting any spoilers exactly. for Spider-Man. Perfect. Yeah. What else could you want? Should we do the wrap up? Well, okay, we'll talk yeah. about that again. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks for checking out the show. Don't forget to come back next week for our review of Hawkeye episode four. I got yeah. completely lost then. It is four, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, number four. Because we we did two in the first week. Uh, make sure you subscribed on YouTube to see when the next live show is going to air or on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Spotify Wrapped. We've already talked about that. Thank you again for that. Uh, or Apple Podcasts. You can find all our episodes at thatsuperherothing.com along with links to all of our socials and the sign-up page for our newsletter as well. If you've enjoyed the show, please drop us a like and subscribe on the YouTube channel or leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It does really help out massively. Yeah. The more people who, subscri- who subscribe on Apple and leave us reviews, the higher it gets basically ranked in searches and stuff like that, which means more people will be able to listen to the show. Uh, finally, patron shout-outs. Thanks to Geeky Nate, Kenneth, Keeper of the Sacred Flame, Stephanie, Richard, and Jessica for supporting the show. Uh, again, we we couldn't do it without you guys helping us out. Um, means, means the world to us, but yeah, honestly, yeah, seriously. Honestly. Um, if you want to support the show like those guys, you can head over to that superhero thing.com slash patreon or patreon.com slash that superhero thing. You can check out all the bonus episodes. We just dropped one this week, which was a talk through our visit to Liverpool Comic Con. <laughs> oh, just listen, just the story at the end is just is just worth it with Anthony in the lift. If you listen to it, you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> I haven't got about that again. <laughs> oh, God. You'll know what we're talking about. Seriously, it's, it's worth it. It's, it's brilliant. Uh, we'll have um, another live watch party uh, coming this month, and we don't know what we're going to do yet for the uh, for the Podverse episode this week, this month. Do we? Have we decided on a Podverse episode? No, we have. I don't think we have. I'm thinking. I'm thinking a bad movie review or a Christmassy one. It's got to be Christmas themed. 
Yeah, but what's... watch this. Watch this space. We'll figure. Do you know out. what we could do? Go on what? It's a classic. Is it superhero related? Yeah. Go on. Kind of. Here we go. It's not at all. Jingle all the way. Yes. Because he does Turbo Man. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Should we do that? If you're all right with that, listeners, yeah. <laughs> or, or patrons particularly. Yeah, if, you if want, anybody if you wants want to. Patrons, yeah, yeah. Let, let us know. Let and us if know you if you want to listen to us, do a review. I don't want... And I, listen to me do really bad Arnie impressions. It's not even a bad movie <laughs> review. It's amazing. I Who know. Who gives a shit if it's 17% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> They're wrong, as usual. Yeah, we're doing that. If you want okay. to listen to it, go over to Patreon. Patreon. It will be. We'll announce what days it's going to be on yeah, yeah. Uh, over the next week or so. But yeah, make sure you check that out. Other than that, though, I think that's us for yeah. this week. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week, guys. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.